Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is something that made you realize that you are old? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. What is something that made you realize you are old? 651-641-1071. Why are we asking, Brad? Because, um, according to all sources, actually, this piece from Reddit, millennials are turning 40. Oh. Which I'm just like, that what? in and of itself makes me feel old. Because, I don't know, as a person who's like uh, perennially caught among generations, like I am technically a Gen Xer, right? Yeah. But then I'm like, isn't there like Gen Z? Well, no, it's millennials and then Gen Z. Yeah, Gen yeah. Z right? is after. But like, but also that's a fraught discussion, and I don't want to have that discussion because it just doesn't make any sense to me. But never mind. What we call millennials are getting to middle age, mm. and that just made me feel even older because I'm already in middle age, right. and I don't, I don't feel like I'm middle aged. But alas, well, I also can't believe they're right behind us. Yeah. I mean, well, they okay, are. that sounded really dumb. Right. Well, because like you, for example, are like on the edge, I think, yeah. technically of those two generations. But you don't feel millennial. No, I've actually never known exactly what generation I'm supposed to fit into. Yeah. Technically, like I think you are at the end of Gen X. I will tell you that I'm on the tail end of Gen X. I have step siblings that are actual Gen X. Oh, well, this says I'm a millennial. I I'm having an identity yeah. crisis. No, you crisis should right because now. I think it's like 19 what does it say 1977, which is the year I was born. Yeah. So 1977 onward technically makes you a millennial, which is why millennials are now in their 40s. But I think that that's why it's a hard conversation. So I didn't want to veer too too off topic for that, but maybe we should at some I point mean, have I that conversation. I mean, I need to stick a pin in that because I have to take it to therapy. <laughs> You're you're one of those millennials. I always thought I but, was Gen X. Yeah, but, and I. Okay, you I'm, be not, you. I'm not. You gonna... identify, self identify the way you need to to get through the segment at least. to be on the cusp. Because I think we can all agree, regardless of the generation we are in, unless you are a Generation Z person, at some point you have walked into the world and felt. Oh gosh, I am now old. Yeah. And I will tell you for me the first thing that hap- began to happen was in my 30s. People in customer service would address me as sir. Mm. 
and people in their 20s that I thought had no business thinking of me as an elder. Yeah. Because to me, when you call someone sir or ma'am, you are aging them. And that was where I was like, ew, no, I am not a sir. I call other people sir. Yeah, I'm too young to be a sir, sir. But sadly, that's where we are. Yeah. I know phones are full, so maybe let's get right to the phones. Holly, who do we have? Chris. Hi, Chris. Chris, uh, what was that thing that made you feel old? Um. I fell and broke my humerus this January when I was ice skating with that's, my granddaughter. That's not funny. Well, no, it was not at all. Um, and then I went to the orthopedic surgeon, and he told me that the break was as bad as it was because of my age. Oh. And then he told me that the reason I have a frozen shoulder now is because of my age. What's a frozen <laughs> shoulder? Yeah, it just means it's not healing very fast because oh. it kind of gets stuck where it is. So I will yeah, tell you. That, Wounds do not heal the same once you hit about 40. (laughs) When you're 58 years old, I know. But I did say that if the next person who told me that, I was probably going to throat punch them. But it's kind of like, I I am so tired of, you know, and now it's kind of like, give me my cane. But I am so much older than you guys, but I've been called ma'am for a long time. Isn't that just, I bet you remember the first time or one of the first times you were called ma'am. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And my mother hated it. So she would always tell people, don't call me that. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm right there. Yeah. With you. It's, that's one of those issues where you go, oh, you know, I'm not as young as I thought I was. But, but yeah. But here we are. Uh, here we are. Oh. But I'm not stopping. This will get better. Yes. And I'll I do hope. what I want to do. Yeah. But. Yeah. And that, that shoulder will unfreeze uh, when you need to throw Thaw that someone. sucker out. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Thanks for your call. What is something that made you realize you're old? 651-641-1071. Who do we have next, Holly? Janice. Hi, Janice. Hi, Janice. Janice, what, uh, what's something that happened that made you realize you're old? Okay, so I am in my late 50s, and this, was, this happened when I was in my 40s, and I went to an antique store, and I saw not only the toys that I play with as a child, but I have like a one of those Barbie doll type of figurines yeah. of Harrison Ford, Raiders of the Lost Ark. And it was in the antique store. Gross. And it was my toy that I actually still have, by the way. Oh. And I was horrified that my toys are and games that I've played with as a child yeah. are now in the antique mm-hmm. stores. Mm. I'm I'm horrified. You should be. And we all should be horrified because right? that is not an antique. I feel for you, Janice. You are not an antique, Janice. No, thanks. Exactly. I'm not antique yet. No, you're not. But you are classic. Oh, oh I like vintage. That. I think I'm the term. Remember the... that one. <laughs> yeah, the term is vintage, yes. not antique. Oh, not antique. Vintage and yeah, classic. Classic. Vintage. I like those uh, comments much better than antique. Thank you for your call, Janice. Have a have a great day. Who do we have next, Holly? Cindy. Cindy, Hi, Cindy. What is something that made you realize that you are old? Hi, Cindy. Hey. What's something that made I, you realize you're old, Cindy? Cindy, are you? When there? my first grandchild turned twenty five in June. Oh my lord. Oh. <laughs> Oh man, that that would sting a little bit, but you're grateful nonetheless, aren't you? Yeah, I just uh, got a new grandbaby that's gonna be one in me. Oh, congrats! Thanks. 
she was very unexpected. My son was told he could never have kids. Oh, wow. Oh, well, that congrats. is a surprise. Congratulations, Cindy. Thank you for your call. Yeah, my mom always says that um, she always, uh, my age gets younger every year. Oh, see? Because she tells people that she has a son who's 30. Yeah. Or well, that's 25. Great. What a gift to you. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Is that <laughs> oh, how that lovely. works? Uh, who else do we have on the line, Holly? Mary is here. Mary, what is something that made you realize you are old? Hi, Mary. Oh, hi. Um, well, I have many things, but one of them is a couple of years ago, my son was making a phone call and he's like, what is this noise? And it was a busy signal. He did not know what. A busy <laughs> oh my God. Was. Yeah. I, yeah. That, Mary, that is so, that is a weird thing that you, because I've had to explain to my kids what all of those things were too. And yep. like what a home, like what a home phone is and what a landline yep. is and what pulse yep. was versus tone and what mm-hmm. rotary dial is. I mean, they just don't know any of this and what an answering yeah. machine is. Yep. And like being interrupted by the house phone ringing and disturbing everybody and having to hide in a corner to talk. Yeah. Yeah. And what having somebody else pick up on another phone. Like, get off the phone. I'm on the the phone. I got it. They'll never know. Thanks for your call, Mary. Kids these days. Kids these days. They don't understand. Yeah. No, they don't. And neither do parents, as it turns out. They just don't (laughs) understand, right? Parents Mm -hmm. and anyone under the age of 40, apparently. It's true. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, did uh, this woman sleep with Tristan Thompson? Is Chloe about to get real angry again at her man? Mm-hmm. We'll get the Cobra gang together after this on My Talk 1071. Uh, did Tristan Thompson cheat again? This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh did uh did Tristan Thompson cheat again? Would we be surprised? Uh we should probably get the Cobra gang together. Whenever there's trouble, we're on the double with the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time with the Cobra Oh, God, I don't want to talk about this story, but we have to talk about this story. Did Tristan Thompson step out on Khloe Kardashian? That is a question being asked by tabloids because apparently, supposedly, a woman by the name of Sydney Chase has claimed in a new interview that she got together, got busy with Tristan Thompson, the father of... Of Chloe's child. True, by the way. We like to always remember that that child was named True. true. Yeah. After. When you said true, I was like, yes, those facts are correct. Yes. But also the true. name of the child is, is true. true. Um, Can we start with this? What is, uh, what's her name, Stacy? Sydney Chase. Sydney Chase. What's a Sydney Chase? She's an Instagram model. Okay. So she's an Instagram model, and she said on the No Jumper podcast, I don't know what that is. I listen to it every week. Okay, what's it about? I don't know. I don't actually. I didn't think so. I lied. That wasn't true. Um, Now, I want to get to the details, but then there are things that just make me laugh. So let's start with the details. Uh, Allegedly, supposedly, she says in this interview, quote, 
he told me he was not in a relationship anymore. So I said, okay. We talked. We hung out multiple times. We went out together. Everything. Um, Apparently, she asked him, are you single? And he said, yes. It happened, she said. And then I found out he was not single, and I cut him off. Now, um, there's also this just bizarre tidbit that I have to share because... I'm not going to share it, but uh, can you talk around it? It was, she talks about his wiener. Yeah. I'm not surprised that this kind of conversation is happening because really quickly, I just want to, as a side chat, point out the table that they're doing this podcast on is full of red solo cups and booze. Yeah. They are clearly getting uh, cocktailed. Yeah, Yeah. They're getting after it. So anyway, so um, she, she talks, talks about, about his, his wiener, wiener being, um, you know, like that game you play with little babies, mm, like peekaboo. You, you, peek-a-boo. Yes, it's called peekaboo. And she said he had a peekaboo wiener. But what does that mean? Well, it went on to describe <laughs> a quality of wieners on occasion that have extra, like they have a turtleneck. Mm-hmm. Let's just uh-huh. put it that way, mm-hmm. right? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering if she means that, like, you know, when you have a turtleneck on, sometimes you're in the turtleneck, sometimes you're out of the turtleneck. Peekaboo. Sure. It's either that or it's like maybe, you know, that phrase, like the grass blanks. It's greener on the other side. What's the verb? Grow. Grow, right? Oh, okay. Sorry. Like it's a grower. Oh, not a. Like when you, you know, no business mm-hmm. like show, show business. business. Yeah, show oh, So it's like Ethel Merman. So it's either <laughs> an Ethel no. Merman. <laughs> he has an Ethel Merman wiener. There's no business or like show business. A Steve Jobs wiener. Oh, jeez. He's wearing yeah, a turtleneck. Turtle I got it. I got it. That was well done. That was like next level. <laughs> As long so, as it, apparently it's, it does the jobs too. But like she says, he has a peekaboo wiener, and I'm like, what's a peekaboo what wiener? That? And I just, but here is the t- the reason I mention that. I think that if you are at the point that you are describing said wiener, um, you have some intimate, intimate knowledge, knowledge of, of it. the wiener. Yes. Yeah. Because you're not one to throw out casual wiener characteristics, lest you've actually seen well, said schwan, especially such specific uh, I mean that's real specific right like you don't you don't pull out uh, peekaboo when what? you know I'm just saying like that's real specific yeah that's not like a general peekaboo thing that you would say about no just you might just say like it's variety. huge yeah. or it's not yeah but peekaboo that's like Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Real specific. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I think so. Because I still don't know what it means. I don't exactly. either. I know. But I tried Googling it. Peek-a-boo-wiener. Oh, Holly, what did you find? Thank you for doing the work on the work computer, by the way. What did you learn? Anything? I found a picture of a cute dachshund. Okay. Oh. Oh, is she saying that it looks like a dachshund? I mean. Okay. <sighs> anyway, so. The, this the, is all very Remember, we got the me. Cobra gang together, which means, mm-hmm. is there anything here, here? Now, I will say that in the mental trajectory of reading this story, I went from, like, well, of course he did, because once once a cheater, always, always a cheater. cheater. Exactly. And I, I honestly think it's not once a cheater, always a cheater, but I think in the context of a relationship, if you allow, or I shouldn't say allow, if you continue a relationship despite cheating, mm-hmm. you should be prepared for further cheating. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like you, you, like, if it doesn't happen, great. But like you should probably just plan that it's going to happen again, right? yeah, especially when, especially, okay. And I don't know because I'm not in their relationship. But my guess would be they didn't really seek any type of professional assistance yeah. to work through the issues um, that caused him to cheat in the first place. Also, she tried to be like she she tried to cut the relationship off. Right? To yeah. prove a point. And then now they're back together. So, so on the one hand, I think to myself that once a cheater, always a cheater, or duh. But on the other hand, I wonder is this just an attempt by Khloe Kardashian and the Kardashian empire to get us to pay attention to this story again? And I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be getting played by these people. Nobody got time for that. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, celebrities behaving badly. D-bags. Call them D-bags, and we're going to tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. And uh, we have a name for these celebrities behaving badly, and that name is D-bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your teabag? Okay. So it's Yahoo Life, but also some website called Pure Wow. Pure Wow. I've never even heard of. Like, is that Pure One? No. So you know that Yahoo Life does this thing where they just republish stories from other places. Yeah. And so there, apparently there's a website called Pure Wow. Who knew? PureWow.com. And they republished it. And the name of this article is Sarah Ferguson just made her triumphant return to social media. Uh, was she gone? Where right? did she go? We okay. just watched her on YouTube. So here's what I'm going to. I think I'm going to try to translate what they mean by her triumphant return. Okay. And I think what they mean is since... The death of Prince Philip, 
Oh. Her ex-father-in-law? Her ex-father-in-law? Yeah, she, she had to leave social media because... Okay. Doing her weird videos. But she's back now, guys. Okay. And I take issue with like a thousand things in this particular article. So basically, it starts by saying, you know, the, the royal family has remained quiet on social media since Prince Philip passed. Um, but Sarah Ferguson has decided to start her social media presence all over again with her story time with Fergie and friends. That's she's been doing that though. Right, but she didn't do she hasn't done one since Prince Philip died. So it's triumphant. Mm-mm. Yeah, this is why they're my D bag. Okay. Also, it goes on to say in this article, and this is my favorite part. The Duchess of York launched her book project in the spring of 2020 when the coronavirus pandemic first began. And daily videos meant to entertain children. Fergie donned elaborate costumes and constructed colorful sets while reading a variety of children's books. Blah, blah, blah. Her efforts were not wasted as the videos quickly garnered thousands of views in only a matter of weeks. And her YouTube page has almost 10,000 subscribers. Oh, wow. Okay, guys, remember That's when... That's not actually a lot. But remember okay. when we went through her videos? Yeah. And there were some videos in there that had fewer than 100 views. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting so much secondhand embarrassment. It's super secondhand embarrassing. Yeah, she's not I again, I I fail to see what any of this how any of this is triumphant, but okay. Mm. So she's made her triumphant return and therefore they are my D-bags. Good job, Pure Wow. I've never heard of you and now I have I mean, no are you reason saying that to you know about you. Don't have any. You don't have pure wow about that. Apparently, not. I find this one so interesting. I would be curious if, uh, if anything, regarding the story of uh, the Duchess of York, where the children's book thing came from. Like of all the things that you could like lollygag around and do as a frustrated former royal, like read children's books now are these books she's written no uh these are hold on i I believe hold on i gotta go to her um fergie youtube her um youtube channel because okay nope i didn't mean that fergie well she's still into wearing bunny ears as of three hours ago oh she's reading a book called bad herbert by mike (laughs) lucas she needs to read one called bad philip Bad or Andrew, Andrew, no, bad, Andrew. bad Andrew. I get my princess about her up. husband. No, these are um, these are books that are written by other people, and occasionally she'll have like a guest reader come on with her, and she does more than just read the books. Sometimes she'll do crafts with her so many viewers, and she's and really she- into Budgie the helicopter because there's a whole playlist with a character named Budgie. The little helicopter. Now, I don't know if she owns distribution rights to this cartoon because it looks like it was made at least 20 odd years ago. Like it looks oh, old. interesting. Yeah, it does. So I don't know. Is she getting a cut <laughs> from Budgie? It's so weird. It's so it's, weird. Yeah, it's very strange. And uncomfortable. Congratulations, though, to her for breaking. If the you silence. go to her website, I'm just looking through. Yeah, there's just all sorts of nonsense. Okay, so. Um, good luck to you, ma'am. Welcome back. Pure wow. It's so nice to have you here again. Wow. Okay. Wow. Um, my D-bag today is not an actual D-bag. The D-bag is time. 
and life itself. Okay. And the utter realization of our (laughs) advanced age. Yes, definitely a frequent frequent flyer. flyer. My D-bag today is Sophia Grace (gasps) from the talk show Ellen. Okay, and I'm reminding myself it is not her. She is not the D-bag, but she is my D-bag. Now, mm-hmm. you may ask yourself, why would you make a child, that cute little child in the ruffle skirts, dresses, flouncing yeah, around that's... with her sister Rosie? Oh, they just were so cute. I can't believe She's you She's 18 that. years old. She just turned 18. She has graduated high school. Actually, don't know if she graduated high school, but I'm assuming because she's of legal age that she has or will soon. 18 years old. That's legal. I feel like it was five minutes ago that we were watching Sophia and Rosie. Be adorable. Be adorable on Ellen and do all their cute songs and dances and viral um, galloping on the set of what was once a fun and exciting TV show. This is, like, this is like Jonathan Lipnicki growing up. Uh, you know, oh, when yeah. you're like, oh, whoa, hold on. What happened yeah, to Jonathan, Jonathan Lipnicki? Jonathan Lipnicki died of old age last week. Oh. It was a joke. I and know, he's, not he's alive. Dead. I did have a second there where I was like, wait a minute, did I miss something? No, my point is, if you think that's old, right. now you're even older because kids who were young when he was old... Are now old. Yeah, Jonathan Lipnicki is an actor, producer, dog and ha- father. Probably has children that just turned eighteen. Okay, maybe not, but close. He the did do pr- some heavy bodybuilding too. Did well, you know yeah, that? that was that, that was a moment, viral moment where everybody was like, "Oh my god, he's ripped." <laughs> okay, so Sophia Grace, full grown adult, and doing what? Is she still? Celebrating her 18th birthday. Is she still doing Nicki Minaj I have Minaj no idea raps? what she's doing because I don't want to live in a world where she's already 18 years old. I it know. feels like she, it was just yesterday. Remember Sophia Grace tried to evolve her aesthetic. She did. She a did couple try years to ago. Put out, didn't she try to put out her own original rap album? I think we yes. played the song, but also we couldn't play all of the song because it was naughty a little bit mm-hmm. well yeah. she's wearing a low low london cropped hoodie and uh so i think that that i think that's her clothing line lolo yeah lolo london i think is like her this young woman i mean she doesn't look anything like she used to by the way she's grown yeah she's full grown I mean, she's 18 yeah she's gonna live a very lovely life because she got discovered by Ellen DeGeneres. Well, you hope. I mean, uh, the the track record of children True. becoming stars at an early age is not necessarily uh, littered with success. But mm-hmm. she at least is question uh, doing stuff. What? And where's Rosie? I don't know. That's a very good question. She, uh, one imagines, is uh, less than 18, because I always thought she was younger yeah, I think of the she two. Is younger. So next year, we'll all have that moment where she's like 18 or, you know, flying airplanes or something. And then we'll all just yeah. feel that much older. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Great. Um, thank you for that. Uh, when, when we return... When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have more D-bag. 
It's a double down. It is a double down. And this is another frequent flyer. Mm-hmm. Bing, bong. Uh, please return your tray tables to their full upright and locked position. And we will come back with the D-Bag double down after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, we've got an extra D bag over here just hanging around. Uh, let's do a D bag double down. Double. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh, you guys. <laughs> poor Ghislaine Maxwell. Oh, what now? She is just. Oh. This poor woman, she needs some help. Being held accountable for um, being an accomplice to Jeffrey Epstein is difficult. It really is. I understand. Very much is. Um, She wants, well, her lawyer anyway, wants you to know that she deserves bail. She's still trying to get bail. Again, to remind you, she is in jail awaiting trial for sex trafficking and other shenanigans of an illegal nature. Um, stemming back to her relationship with Jeffrey Epstein, noted pedophile who is now deceased. So pardon us if we, um, you know, don't act too outraged mm-hmm. at the treatment she's received in jail. Mm-hmm. But uh, they have been trying to break her out of jail prior to her trial for months, if not a year now. Um, this time they are trying again telling an appeals court on Monday that Ms. Maxwell deserves bail because of the, quote, horrific jail conditions, making it impossible for her to prepare for trial. Mm. Okay, so when you say that, what I'm hearing is that she's complaining that prison is prison. Yes, prison is very prison-y for the lady Mm -hmm. and is impeding her ability to do the work she needs to prepare for her defense, which actually I assume is defense work done by her defense team. One would think that her lawyers would actually be doing the lawyering and her preparation would just include telling the truth. Well, I mean, uh, if only things were that easy, but uh, we know they're not. And specifically, her lawyer is saying that it's unfair to force Ms. Maxwell to review millions of pages of materials from behind bars. That's a hard thing for her to do is to sit there and look at stuff all day. Oh, my God. Especially when guards walk by with flashlights mm. every 15 minutes mm. because they think she might commit, uh, as they say, commit suicide. So so the flashlights are an issue. Yeah, it's flashlights. Mm-hmm. Quote, uh, he told a panel on the Second Circuit uh, Court of Appeals in Manhattan, quote, we just want a fair opportunity, a fair chance, so she can get ready for tr- the trial of her life. It's impossible to prepare for trial when you're getting no sleep. And by the way, not only is she getting no sleep, she's unable to flush her own toilet. Right. You'll remember. Yes. Is that? Uh, are we still? Are we still on uh, a flush strike with her? No, she did not say anything. <laughs> they did not say anything about her inability to flush doo doo down the toilet. She doesn't do that. You know what's interesting to me about this is that there seems to be a lot of concern about her getting enough sleep, but she seemed to not have any problems sleeping like a baby when she was um, 
trying to employ underage women to sexually gratify her boyfriend. Yeah. No problem sleeping then. Yep. No. Mm-hmm. None at all. Zero problems. Not a problem at all. Um, but now, but now it's a little difficult. And so poor Ghislaine. Um so those checks again, we're talking about Ghislaine Maxwell. She's complaining, would like to get out of jail so that she can prepare, you know, so she can just kick back, relax, maybe take a nice uh, Epsom salt bath. I'm sorry, um, did you say Epstein salt bath? Ew, too soon. Sorry. Um, good one. So aromatherapy, candles, maybe a sauna, maybe a visit to a masseuse. Ooh, too soon. Okay, too soon. So, but she just wants to get out and relax so she can, you know, prepare for the trial of her life. Um. Mm. There's one little caveat to this, or one little bit of this story that I find delightful, is that, you know, the security guards are walking around every 15 minutes and flashing a light at her to make sure she's not going to take her own life, Mm -hmm. uh, because... Well, that's that's what happened to Jeffrey Epstein. That that is what happened to Jeffrey Epstein, and I would imagine that's treatment that anybody would receive in a similar position. Again, nobody is singling her out much to her confusion Mm -hmm. that's not how that works like they they didn't wake up just to make her life hell at least most people would probably say that um and even if they did well is anybody else getting the same treatment okay so you're not being singled out moral Mm -hmm. of the story anyway the little factoid that i thought was uh interesting in this particular story about Ghislaine maxwell is that because of those, uh, the security guards are running around every 15 minutes shining a flashlight at her, she has had to cope. And her way of coping with this is supposed to make us think that she's having a bad go of it, right? That the like conditions the, are so, so terrible. Terrible. <sighs> these checks are, the idea that these checks are routine are just ludicrous, her lawyer says. There's nothing routine about it. The idea that she has an eye mask is wrong. She either uses a sock or a towel to block out the light on her own. O-M-G. So So what I'm hearing that lawyer say is, you guys, she doesn't have one of those plush face masks that the rich people use to block the light. She had to use her dirty sock. Oh, that's just the conditions are terrible. Also, that's kind of a clever use of a sock. I never had thought of that, but I kind of like that. Right. I think, too, you'd want to put like, I don't know, something in it to weight it down because you want it to like rest in the eye sockets. Because if you just put it over, you know, light can sneak in. But maybe she puts like. Wow, you've thought this through. Well, I guess I have. I'm. I'm impressed with her resourcefulness. Yeah, also, like, I mean, it's a sock, okay. What, it, it's not barbed wire. When I've been a in sock places... sock cloth on your face. Ooh, you poor thing. When I've been in places where it's light and I want to nap, maybe, like, say, an airplane, or maybe during a layover at an airport, or outside... Mm-hmm. You got to get creative. Yeah. And you put something over your eyes to block the light. Yeah. Put a bag over your head. I don't see that as not a plastic bag. Being a torturous experience. Did for, I tell you about the one Ms. time Maxwell? I saw a child put a plastic bag over its head? 
No. Oh. I've never told you this story. So we were walking through the mall and this cute, adorable little child was just like playing with a plastic bag. And it is the funniest thing because it, it the child's fine. Um, you know how there's like warnings on the things yeah. that say like, don't use this as a toy because it will suffocate you. Yeah. Well, it turns out they put those on there for a reason because I saw it actually happen. Yeah. Where the child was playing with the bag and the mom was not paying attention or was distracted. And this, this adorable child, like it's like the, the child and the mom are walking towards us. And I, I'm seeing this happen and I'm like, oh, look at the child has a bag. Oh, look, the child has put the bag over no, her no, head. No. Oh, look. The, and then all of a sudden the child breathes in and the whole bag just goes... <laughs> Yeah. Like right up on their face and the child, like just the look of shock and, you know, terror oh in the child's gosh. face. Well, then the child breathes out the bag, you know, comes off. They pull it off. And I was like, see, that's why they put those <laughs> labels on the bag. But it was the most disturbing thing to just see yes. like this, you know, cute child like da da da. I feel like there was never a special episode of any TV show about plastic bags. The danger of plastic. Oh, well, there should special be. special episode. Right? There but, should be. But when I was a child, the things that I was most afraid of was getting locked inside a refrigerator. Yeah, well, thanks to Punky Brewster. Uh, accidentally suffocating with a bag because oh. you knew you weren't supposed to put a bag over your yeah. head. And going blind from looking at... Orn. No. The sun? <laughs> the sun. Oh, well, that'll happen. Specifically, though, during an eclipse. Yeah. Well, that's why you had to make the, the shoebox okay. thing yeah. so you could look and see the eclipse happening. So did I ever tell you guys the story, though, about the time there was a, an eclipse? I was in first grade, I think, maybe second grade. We had a field trip that day, and we were going to be outside all day. And the teacher had told me, don't look at the sun or you'll go blind. And so we had made those, you know, pinhole things so that we could see the eclipse. Yeah. But because I, my brain works the way my brain works, I was afraid that I would accidentally have the sun in view of my eyes. And so I spent the entire day looking at the ground oh, so God. that I didn't accidentally, accidentally look at, the sun. Look at well, the sun and go blind. You still have your sight, so it worked. And I couldn't believe that everybody else in the class was like running around like nothing was happening. And I was like, you're going to go. Everybody's going to go blind. Like there's some rash of blindness. I was the kid that if you gave me a normal warning, I took it to the all the way degree. to the nth degree. Turns out kids like that turn into adults like that. Yeah, well, but you're still alive and you don't have a plastic bag on your head. So far. Haven't died yet. Uh, and that's the good news. Anywho, uh all I'm saying is be careful the warnings you give because some of them are not necessarily as scary as yes, we make them sound. There like, are also shades of gray. Never found myself in a refrigerator. That's true. Mm -hmm. But again, somebody must have. And that's why we spent the 80s. Well, yeah, so that means somebody drank shampoo or right? rubbed it in their eyeballs. Well, mm -hmm. the, I did that by accident. That I've you done. rubbed shampoo in your Not eyeballs? on purpose. You know, it gets in your eyes, yep. and then you, like, rub your eyes, and then it's like, ooh, you know, stings a little bit. But I never went blind. Not yet. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh, this is appropriate. 
If you had to go back in time and give advice oh, to your teenage don't self, don't drink soap. What would it be? 651 641 1071. What is the advice that you would give to your younger self? We'll take your calls after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited-time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Hurry into Ram Power Days and experience the raw power of the Ram 3500. With available best-in-class torque and towing among 350-3500 pickups when properly equipped. Strap yourself in for one powerful ride in the Ram TRX. With the most horsepower of any gas pickup ever built. Or the Ram 1500, awarded number one in driver appeal among light-duty pickups by J.D. Power three years in a row. Hurry into Ram Power Days going on now. For J.D. Power 2022 U.S. award information, visit jdpower.com awards.